Greetings, I'm the Reverend Jen Fenner of Epworth United Methodist Church in Gaithersburg, Maryland. We continue in the Gospel of Luke, now in Luke 21. Jesus has entered the city of Jerusalem triumphantly. He's marched straight to the temple, where he not only overturned the tables, cast out the money changers, declared it a house of prayer. He spent time observing and lifted up the witness of the widow who offered her might. And now we find in Luke 21, starting with verse 25, that Jesus begins to predict the destruction of the temple. Where we stand now in history, we know that it came to pass that the Romans entered and literally the temple was razed to the ground. Luke 21, 25 says, there will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At this time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Like every parable that Jesus tells, like every prophecy that he lays before us, he's not only talking about the way in which the temple in Jerusalem will be destroyed, but he's offering the promises of when indeed he will come again with power and great glory. And when those who are waiting for his second coming are to lift up our heads and believe that our redemption is drawing near. He speaks in detail about what is happening. And finally, in verse 34, he says, be careful or your hearts will be weighted down with carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of that life. And that day will close on you suddenly like a trap for it will come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the son of man. Certainly there are situations and circumstances in each of our lives where it literally feels like the world is ending. And I am sure for the Jewish community in Jerusalem, the entrance and the conquest and the number of Jews who were killed and the destruction of the temple, the most holy place, felt like the end of the world. War can feel like that and there have been sequences and seasons in human history when folks have had to stand with faith even in the midst of great difficulty. Jesus is talking about that, but he's also talking about this beautiful promise that he will come again. And that if we are too weighed down with partying and drunkenness, or perhaps the opposite with all of the responsibilities and anxieties of this life, it's possible that the day of Christ's second coming will come like a trap and those of us who are too preoccupied will not be as watchful and aware. Jesus says that we are to pray that we will escape and that we would be able to stand. While part of this passage can be scary, I believe it's also an invitation to believe that no matter how difficult the circumstances of this world feel, there is a return of Christ. There is a second coming. There is a final victory over all the anxieties of this life. That if we are watchful, if we are prayerful, if we are ready, 
will actually be our opportunity to be taken into the fullness of God's plan. And so as you walk this Holy Week, I invite you to not only be aware of all of the things that Jesus is teaching as he walks, I invite you to be aware that the story doesn't end on Good Friday, but it doesn't end on Easter Sunday either. There is a promise that Christ will come again and a promise that as we live in the power of resurrection on this earth, that we are promised yet a more complete return of Christ in the future. Let us be careful of our hearts, not let them become so overwhelmed by carousing and drunkenness and the anxiety of our life. And let us be ready, watchful, prayerful, and able to stand before the Son of Man. Thank you, God. Thank you that you work in the details of each of our individual lives. Thank you that you were there when the temple was knocked to the ground and that you have raised up a new temple. Thank you that you are in the midst of everything that feels like the end of the world. And thank you, God, that you will come again and that in that victorious coming again, you invite us to be taken up in your power and in your salvation and in your redemption. Give us eyes of faith to believe in what we don't see fully in this world. In Jesus' name, amen.